the Pasuk that discusses Pesach Sheni, we know in Parshas Baloischa, for those of you that are following in sight, Parshas Bamidbar Baloischa, Perek Tes, Pasuk Tes. Torah says like this, Vaidav Hashem al Moshe Leima, Dabel Bnei Yisrael Leima Ish, Ish, Ki Yeh Tomei L'Nefesh Oy B'Derech V'Choyka, one of those two options, he was either Tomei or he was far away, Lachem. Just like the regular Korban Pesach, you should make the same thing. So here basically, as we know, is the Makar for Pesach Sheni. What is the pshat? What, 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 first of all, what is going on? What is Pesach Sheni? What's it all about? What does it mean to us? What are we meant to be doing on Pesach Sheni? What are we meant to be understanding that Pesach Sheni? What is the meaning? And what are we meant to take away from Pesach Sheni? So we'll start like this with the Chinuch. The Chinuch and Mitzvah Shinpei says that as we know, Pesach is a yontav of Chizuk. The whole yontav of Pesach is a yontav of gaining tremendous chizek in the moon of the Rabbi Nishalaylam. For sure, say the night. And the whole yontav of Pesach as a whole is a night that we spend, is a yontav that we spend of a yontav together with the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And that's why it is what we is, that's what we do, what we do. And that is the reason why we spend time on Pesach discussing Sipiyasitz Mitzrayim and everything that comes together with that. Says the Chinuch in Mitzvah Shinpei, if a person didn't manage to get the chizuk on Seder night or on Pesach because he was Tomei or because any other reason, so the says the Chinuch, the Torah did not want a person to miss out from this most tremendous and incredible chizuk from Pesach. Now, there's an interesting question. What happens if the Pesach Migdosh came between the first Pesach and Pesach Sheni? So there's actually a machoikas for showing whether or not Pesach Sheni will happen. There's a Mordekah Shlach Kodesh, Rabbi Yisai. The Shlach Kodesh says that on Pesach Sheni, right now, Rabbi Yisai, on Pesach Sheni, we should learn the inyanim of the mitzvahs. All the mitzvahs of Pesach and Korban Pesach, we should learn to be Isaac in the mitzvah of Pesach on Pesach Sheni. Now there's an interesting question, which I'm sure many of you have. When is this Pesach Sheni? On Yud Dalad Iyah. What's going on? Yudalad Iyah, what shaykhas? Ma'in Shmitel Yitzel Asinai. It was done on Tesvav. What are we doing on Yudalad? What a Gavaldi Kakasha. Why is Pesach Sheni on Yudalad if everything happened then in Nisan on Tesvav? So, what exactly is this? There's obviously a miscalculation happening over here. It's not my question, Rabbi. Say the Yaivitz asked the Kasha. And the Yaivitz says a tremendous thing. And he says, it's unbelievable. I never saw this before in a Yaivitz. He says, I'm going to reveal to you something which was never ever said before. And it was revealed to me by Shomayim. That's what the Yaivitz says. And he says this question of what's going on. Why is it Yudalit Iyo when it all started in Tesvav Nisan? Says the Yaivitz, tremendous. That Klal Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim. And when they came out of Mitzrayim, they took food with them. And they took enough food for 30 days. It was a tremendous nace that they were able to take it and keep it and it stayed fresh. It was incredible nisim. And at the end of 30 days, they had a suda. And that was the end of the nace. That was the end of the nace of the food. When was 30 days after they came out? Yud Dalet Iyah. 
says the Yaivitz. That's the reason why we make Pesach Sheni Dafka on Yud Dalet Iyah. Another reason, says the Yaivitz, is in the Ubayo. What if you have a year where there's an extra month? So that means that really Nisan can be other and uh, an ear can be Nisan. Since that's the case, we have this Chashash of Ubayo and we do. That's the second reason that he says. Now, it's called Pesach Cotton. Why do we call it Pesach cotton? Because there are much less halochas than the original, right? The original Pesach, as we know, there is scrubbing our whole houses from chomets, and there's dalit kosas, and there's moror, and there's all sorts of halochas of things that we do on Pesach, which don't apply on Pesach sheni, and therefore it's called Pesach cotton. Another reason is because it's only one day and not two days. Is Pesach sheni a yontuf or not? So we all are familiar with the Rashi, Bamid Bates, prosecuted. Where Rashi says, and I'll quote you the Rashi inside. Rashi says, and prosecute, Ve'en olav shame yontuf. Mufurish, furish Rashi ala Torah that Pesach Sheni does not have a shame yontuf. However, there is a tremendous gavaldiga medrash. The medrash is in Yalkut Shemoni. Says the medrash, and I quote, Oma Rebbe Levi. In every single month, during the summer months, the Rabbi Nishlani wanted to give Klal Yisrael a yontuf. So according to the Medrash, this is a yontuf. Pesach Sheni is a Yontuf, which is why we wouldn't say Tachnan, theoretically, if we were davening with a minion. We wouldn't say Tachnan. The Yaivitz calls it a Yontuf Sheldivrayim. That the day, the night, the day of Pesach Sheni is a Yontuf Sheldivrayim. It's tremendous. The Chidah says that a person should be Marabek Tzas Basimcha. Why? Kikodosh Hayoim. That's the Loshan of the Chidor. It's a serious day. It's a tremendous day. It's a day that we can accomplish, which we'll talk about in a moment exactly how. The Maram Ash, the Maram Ash Kiyodua, was a Talmud of the Heiligach Samsoifa. And he would eat a cooked egg on Leil Tesvov, uh, the Minchasaluza, the Munkatcha, would sing songs from the Haggadah. It was tremendous what he did. The Svadim, many Svadim have a meaning to go to the cave of, of, of uh, Remeyer Balanes. Some hold that this was actually his yard site. It's unclear. They learn and they light candles there. There's an old minig in Spas to go and daven by the cave of Yehuda Bari Loy. That was the minig over there. The question is, what about us? What, what's our minig? What are we meant to be doing? So the first thing we have to know is eating matzah. Eating matzah, and the reason we eat matzah on the on uh, Pesach Sheni is a zeicher to the korban Pesach of Pesach Sheni. As the Medrash tells us, they finished the food. It was 30 days later after leaving Mitzrayim. They had a suda with matzah, and that was Yud Dalet and that's today. And therefore, that's the reason why we do what we do. Asks the Lekutei Ma'arich, why exactly is it uh, Yud Dalet Right, they ate it Tesvov Nisan. Again, a similar question to what we said before. And there's a Klichemdom Parshas Ve'eschanan that brings down also it's an Avnei Neza that says the same question. Listen to what they say. There's a Cheshash Baltoisif. That means we know by the mitzvah Baltoisif. What does it mean? The the Indian of Baltoisif. The halacha Baltoisif is that if the Rebbeinu said take four meaning for sukkahs, don't take five. If the Rebbeinu says take four compartments and parishes on your head. 
don't take five. You can't be moisif on that which the Torah says and that which the Rabbi commands us. Now, generally, when it comes to the mitzvah, the idea of Baltosif, Shaloi Bismanoi is only when you have Kavona. But Bizman the mitzvah, even Shaloiba Kavana, is considered to be a problem. Therefore, says the Klichendon Pashas Vizchanan and the Avne Nezah, Tafka Yudalet Iyar. They said a person should eat Matzah Dahainu today. Because if it would be Tesvav Iyar and. That's the zman of the mitzvah itself. Then even shaloiba kavana would be a problem of Baltaisif. And that's the reason they said to do it that way. The chazanish, his minig was not to eat matzah. The chazanish did not eat matzah. I was once soicha to be in the home of Agoyna Godler of Israel, Obach Shlita. And I was Pesach Shani, so you know me. I took a peek into the kitchen to see what was served for lunch. And I saw matzah. So there we are, I guess Rabbi Israel, which either means that his Shver of Eliashev or his father of Shlomo Zalman did it. Uh, the River Sephraim wants to tie that it's a minute Hasidim, but Akoponim, it's a minute that's already been mispassioned in Klaliusrol, and it's definitely something that doesn't harm. Take a bit of matzah left over from Seder, there's plenty left over, Baruch Hashem, it's a pound a bite, and therefore eat it on the uh, Pesach Sheni. Sipi Yasir's Mitzrayim, so are we going to be opening up our goddess and singing Chagadya? Are we going to be singing all the wonderful? Nisim and Eflois and Halal and everything. So there's a Mayudika Mishnim Psachim. The Mishnim Psachim Sadiheim and Aleph tells us what is the difference, asked the Mishnah, between Pesach Rishon, the Ika Pesach, and Pesach Sheni today. Says the Mishnim Psachim, there are two differences. Difference number one is Baliroya Baliamotse. That means that on first Pesach, there's an Issa to find, to own, to look at. Chometz, you can't own Chometz. On Pesach Sheni, as we know, Borach Hashem, we don't have to go start cleaning our houses again, and therefore there's no Poma Balira Balia Says the Mishnah, there's another difference. And the other difference is Halel. We do say Halal on Pesach, Rishon on Nisan, but we don't say Halal on Pesach Sheni. Hold on a second. It doesn't say Sipriyasiyas Misraim is the difference. So according to the mission of Pashtus, if there's no difference between Pesach Rishon and Pesach Sheni when it comes to Sipriyasiyas Misraim, so we really should be actually being the Saper in Yitzhiyas Misraim. Says the Sfas Emes, no. You know why says the Sfas Emes? Because there's no Halal. When there's no Halal, there's also no Sipriyasiyas Misraim. Says the Prey Menachem, the Gera Rebbe, but one second. If a person didn't do it in the first time, let him do it in the second time. Says the Pnei Menachem, the very fact that we make a Pesach Sheni is already a on itself. So this are the Menhogim that people have at this time. But I want to mention, and this is perhaps maybe even more important than everything we've been saying right now, is to understand a little bit of exactly what was the Makar, what happened by Pesach Sheni. And I think there's an inspiration that all of us can walk away with the Indian of Pesach Sheni, which is now, again, we do eat matzah, we don't eat matzah, whatever it is, let's walk away with an inspiration. We know they came to Moshe Rabbeinu, a group of people, they came to Moshe Rabbeinu with a taina. Vahayu, as the Torah says, Anoshim Asher Temeim Nefesh Odom, they were Tomei. And they were not able to bring the Korban Pesach because they were Tomei. Well, and therefore, they said, We were Tomei. What do you want from us? Why are we any worse than anybody else? They did it. We also want to do it. 
We were Tomei. What do you want from us? Unbelievable. The Rabbeinu Shilolam turns around to Moshe Rabbeinu and says, Give them a Pesach Sheni. Give them a second chance. I don't understand. It's incredible. Where do we find such a thing? If I miss, I was sick during Sukkot. So I didn't shake the Lulav and the Esu. God, give me another Sukkot. It's after Sukkot Torah. We packed the candies away, all the Sifrei Torah back in the Oronat Kodesh. I, I want to shake a lulav now, please, because I, I was sick. I was in bed. What do you want from me? I, I, I was I was nineness. I was Potter. <laughs> Nowhere do we find such a thing. Only over here do we find they came complaining to Moshe Rabbeinu. We want, we want a korban pesach hasheni. We missed it the first time. We want to do it a second time. We want to be like everyone else. And the Rabbeinu Shalom says, sure, no problem. Where do we find this? So we know there's a klal Unis Rachmona Patri. Onus Rachmana Patri means, you know, to give you an example that you're probably not familiar with, you know, yeah, you get woken up in the morning, your alarm clock wakes you up, the Rosh Hashiva wakes you up, the Mashkir comes over and says, all right, Shachris. And it's like, oh, I'm so tired. I have a little bit of a headache. It's a really bad headache. No, it's, it's quite a bad headache, you know. I don't know if I would say no to a restaurant meal, but, you know, for, you know it's Sachwis and, and it's a really bad headache. And he comes upstairs, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon and the Mashkek says, hello, hello, where have you been all morning? What do you mean? I had a headache. I had a headache. I was potter. I mean, it's not a get to me. I was an honest. Honest Rahman Apatri. What do you want from me? I had a headache. I couldn't get my head off the Velcro stuck onto the pillow. It just didn't come off. What, what do you want from my life? I was an honest. I couldn't do it. I'll give you an example. Imagine you sign up to a university course. And you want to take a certain course in college and university. And it's a very important course to you because you're going to use this for your Parnassa. You sign up. First day of the course... You've got your neighbor's second cousin's brother-in-law's wedding. Now, they've asked you to come. It's a massive mitzvah. It's a huge mitzvah. They're expecting me. If I don't show up this wedding, I don't know if the Chosen Kala can be able to get married. It's really important that I come to this wedding. So, I, 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 what can I do? I had to miss class, you know. So, I, I, I went to the wedding. The second day of class, my grandmother called me up and she says, Listen, you know, uncle, it's been, it's been years. I haven't seen you. Please do me a favor. Come and help me do some shopping today. Okay, no problem. Grandma asked, she asked. The third day, I've got a second cousin's bus mitzvah party and it, it, we're very, very close. No, really, we are really, really close. It's really important that I be there again. I don't know if she's going to be able to be bus mitzvahed without me being there. And therefore, I've got to be by this bus mitzvah. And it goes day after day. We've got the most incredible excuses. We've got really good excuses. By the end of the whole course, I basically missed most of the whole course. So I get to the end of the graduation or whatever it is, where they're giving out the certificates with the the square black hats and the cloaks and you throw the hat or whatever you have to do. I don't know exactly how it works. And um, you say, okay, so where's my certificate? And they'll be there like laughing. They're like, are you serious? You, you want your certificate? They're like, yeah, I, I took this course. Like, but you missed most of the days. You showed up for under 20% of the course. There's no way. He's like, but what, what, what do you mean? I had good excuses. I had a wedding. I had a bus mitzvah. I had a, gram, I had a million things I had to take off. These are, these are really good excuses. And the guy will say, those are beautiful excuses. Abulamaisa, you missed the course. So why did the Rabbani Shalom not say the same thing to them? They had a great excuse. What better excuse could they have? They were Tommy. They didn't do anything wrong. They were Tommy. And yet, they came complaining, Loma Nigora, and the Rabbi Nishalayim says, Sure, I'll give you a second chance. What is this? So the Svarim HaKadoshim bring it down to be the most powerful idea in our lives. And that is, a person can be so far. 
He could be Rachik from the Rabbinah Shalalam. He could be Tome. He could be impure. He could be completely full of Averas, full of all the most impure things. But if he has the Ratzon, if he has the Sheifa, he wants to do it. He wants to get close to Hashem. Loma Nigora, why are we any worse than anybody else? We want to serve Hashem. We want to come close to Hashem. We want to bring that Korban. From this parsha, from this day of Korban Pesach, of Pesach Sheni, we see that it's possible. We see that it's possible that a person could be rochaik, he could be far from Hashem. He could be so far from Avodis Hashem, he feels, who am I? I have no shaykhs to Yiddishkeit, I have no shaykhs to the Rabbani Shalom. I'm so far, I've fallen and I've fallen and I've fallen. But if you just try, like these people, and show your rutsan, then the Rabbi Shalom will be Koveya for you, Tshuva. He'll be Koveya for you a second chance. However far, the Rabbi Shalom will always do it for you. In Svira Sa'ime, we know, is an opportunity for ourselves to work and to work and to work on ourselves. Each day of Svira Sa'ime is another opportunity to better ourselves, to work better, to improve ourselves. Says Reb Tzadik HaKoyin, that if a person woke up on Pesach Sheni and he says, Whoa, it's Pesach Sheni, we're almost by Lag Ba'ime. It's almost over. What are we going to be? I've not worked on myself. I haven't done anything. Says Reb Tzadik HaKoyen, he wakes up on Pesach Sheni and he has the attitude, Loma Nigora. I'm no worse than anybody else. I want to be close to Hashem. Then there says Reb Tzadik, a person can have the opportunity of Pesach Sheni to catch up to everyone else. He could be at the same level as everybody else. We have excuses and we all have good excuses. My head isn't good. My Rebbe wasn't good. My parents said a bad word to me. And if I tripped this morning and the lunch wasn't good, a billion excuses. And sometimes they're good excuses. But at the end of the day, as long as we come to the Rabbi Nishalaylam and we say, Rabbi Nishalaylam, we want to come close to you. We want to serve you. We want to become better people. That is the message of Pesach Sheni. That the Rabbi Shalom, just like for them, he gave them something so tremendously unusual, so rare, we never find it. He gave them a second chance. Pesach Sheni tells us that the Rabbi Shalom can give all of us a second chance in our lives, a second chance to come close to him, a second chance to become better people and work in ourselves. And Be'ez Hashem, while we're munching on that matzah, we should have this in mind. We should think about where we're holding. We should think about all those excuses that we use that we can't learn and we can't daven properly and we can't do this chesed and we can't do so many things. Think about them. Think if they're really true. And all the excuses in the world mean you won't get anywhere. But if you come with a she'ifa and you come with a goal and you come with a rotzen, the Rabbi Shalom will do anything for you. And we should taka bizoicha, this Pesach Sheni, to come out of Pesach Sheni as different people, people with Watson, close to the Rabbi Shalom and close to ourselves.